we'll so, finish it out. <clears throat> anyway. Alright, so what are we talking about today? You're not even talking. You're just in the background. You're making them names. So anyway, this is our first podcast. And uh, my name's Dave. I'm John. And this is going to be our podcast. Um, we don't actually have a name yet. Um, we've got our friend Jesse in the background. He's working on a name for us because we can't come up with anything original. Um, I still think protocol better. But basically this podcast is just going to be a general video game, movie, and tech thing. Um, those are the only facets of media that we're really interested in. Mm-hmm. We're not really too big on music. Uh, but it's primarily going to be video games. And I feel like I should state just right out the gate that uh, we're pretty much like Sony guys. Absolutely. I just, I wouldn't want anybody like wondering like, hey, when, when are they going to talk about the Xbox? Guess well, what, guys? We're not going to talk about the Xbox like at not, all. I'm not a super fanboy about Xbox. Or no. PS3, but... You know, it's just the better console to have, and I just feel honestly where... <laughs> what is it? So apparently our new podcast name is Dave John's Podcast that Jesse's not a part of, apparently, podcast. <laughs> Keep working on that. But anyway, no, like I was trying to say, um, it definitely doesn't come down to like a fanboy aspect. It's more of a, like in this economy, you can only really, I mean, most people, like myself, can only afford to own one console. And if I'm going to own one console, I'm going to own the best one. Absolutely. And just the PS3 just has way more to offer. It's got yeah. Blu-ray, media. Not to mention free-to-play online. Yeah, it's free-to-play online. I can't afford to pay for Xbox Live. So. Well, we talked about how much it costs from a baseline Xbox 360 from the original launch. Yeah. And the PS3 and what it offered. And you actually end up paying more for oh, yeah. all well, the to get like stuff. The, just even the wireless internet, you're looking at dropping when it came out about a Right. And yeah. then on top of that, another $50 to use that wireless internet, yeah. or internet in general. Well, and plus, <laughs> and on top of that, I mean, it, you can't even really compare, like, hard drives, because the PS3, you can just put any kind of hard drive you want. Yeah, you got as a terabyte in yours, I'm going to put yeah. a terabyte in mine. It cost me, like, 90 bucks to put a terabyte in mine, where I could drop, like, $130 to get 320 gigs in the Xbox now. You can't explain that. You can't. But, so anyway, um... We're going to start off with video games, because that's, like I said, that's our primary focus. And our first topic is Black Ops 2, where we're at now. Love it. So Black Ops 2 has been out since November 13th. Yeah. And uh, that's, what, two two months ago? Yeah. Two or so months ago now. Uh, I'm going to let John take the lead on this one, because he's more... I, I love Black Ops 2 just as much as the next guy, but... You're not enough. I haven't, I haven't gotten Diamond on any of my guns yet. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a pain in the ass. Um, absolutely love the game. From all the Call of Duty instantly, uh, all the Call of Duty games, this is by far my one of my favorites. Uh, they did a lot, took a lot of time in making sure that there was a lot of things that people wanted implemented into this game. Uh, it, it really felt like they listened to the, the Yeah, players. they really did. Which is a first. For I don't know if for a fact that they did or not. No. <laughs> they just realized they fucked up on all the other games, but they, they took a lot of time and effort and put it into this. Uh, right now, I believe I'm prestige like five. I'm not that far into it that I 
taking some hiatuses from the game without burning myself out. Uh, I did just recently get a diamond on my assault rifles. Which is a pain to get all the headshots on all these all right. It only took you a couple of weeks though, right? It it did, but it was just tedious work and running around. Uh, I will say on this, like all the other Call of Duty games I play regular core. And I find the hardcore on this I haven't played core on this one at all because just hardcore just appeals to me way more on this one. I tried playing Core today, since it's a double XP weekend, on Nuketown, and absolutely hated it after two rounds, just couldn't do it anymore. Let's talk about the DLC. So, okay, Black Ops 2 Season Pass DLC. This is something me and John have been debating about since they announced it. Um, We've both come close to just forking out the 50 bucks. You know, we want the new zombie maps and all that kind of stuff. Um, but one thing we've talked about lately is whether or not it's really worth it to buy the season pass right now. Um, realistically, each drop's fourteen ninety nine, and uh, that doesn't really seem like... I mean, you're going to spend $15 four times in one year. That That's not like a huge... A huge loss. Like I don't feel like if I don't spend fifty dollars now, Ooh, I I'm gonna $10. get yeah, I'm gonna get bent over for fifteen dollars okay. four times this year. No, and and being burned on some other DLCs. I mean, I had the uh, hardened edition for Black or Modern Warfare Three, so I got all the DLCs for free being an elite member. But I would have been pissed if I had to buy individual map packs, or if I bought season pass for it or elite that gave me the free downloads. Well, not technically free, but bought them and, and as like a season pass. I would have been pissed come, I believe it was like the third, third DLC. Yeah, all face-off maps. I never played face-off on that game. Yeah. And it was, what, four maps? That was it. So, I mean, it, in all honesty, you could look at it this way. You could buy the season pass and save $10, or you could buy them individually. Possibly one of them sucks. And you save fifteen dollars, right? Exactly. I mean, it's it does, it's not any different. You know, I would I would rather just buy them as they come out. And then again, I mean, they might come out, and I, I have faith that Treyarch is going to turn around and give us a new weapon every DLC. And I would really bugs. like to see more than one because it's something like I've said in the past that Battlefield Three jumped on that bandwagon a long time ago. Mm-hmm. With Battlefield Premium, um, I know there was like a least five or six new guns just with that first installment. Right. And that's something that I, I get that they're finally trying to get on there and say, hey, you guys want new guns? Here they are. But if this is the way it's going to be, you're looking at over the course of a year's worth of DLC for new guns. One, yeah, it would be cool to see one gun per If they, if they came out next next drop, they came out with like five new guns, right. I'd be all for it. Like a new sniper rifle, a new SMG, a new assault rifle, a new shotgun. Yeah. That would be worth it in my eyes. Like, well worth it. Or even, you know, honestly, they don't even have to be new guns. They can even just import some of the guns they have in the game that aren't in multiplayer. True story, Like, yeah. one gun I'd really like to see is that, um, that the the futuristic sniper rifle that can, like, shoot through walls and you can charge it up. Yeah. You know, I think that would add a whole new level of the play campaign. to the game. Not the campaign, the multiplayer. Right. Other things I'd like to see is, like, the AK-47, you know. 
that or the AK seven four U. I mean there's there's tons of guns that are in this game that work in this game that are not in multiplayer. And that would just seem like a no brainer to me. It'd be easy to add those in because they're already in the game. Right. It wouldn't take a whole lot to do that. So moving on. So next next on our list is our most anticipated games of two thousand thirteen. I'm down for The Last of Us. That's gonna be I think The Last of Us could pretty much hands down be like anybody's most anticipated game. True unless you're just like not into like video games at all. Or you're just like really hardcore into sports games and you're just waiting for Madden fourteen. But um the last I mean The Last of Us it's quite obvious, like ever since the they showed that E three demo, that game is just gonna be phenomenal. And I mean you you've got a developer you can trust. The people who made Uncharted, like, you know, they're I mean, they're honestly probably one of the biggest top developers for some. And so, them coming out with this new IP, that that's what everybody's been wanting, is something new. It looks amazing, and it's totally riding all the hype of all this, you know, post-apocalyptic stuff that's going on now. You know, you got The Walking Dead, you've got World War Z coming out soon. you got all this apocalypse kind of stuff going on, and everybody is really into it. And it's just the perfect time for a game like The Last of Us to come out. I just love just from the review or the trailers that I've seen for it and the gameplay that I've seen for it. I, I just love the fact that the AI can identify when you're out of ammo and then they charge attack and it just puts real life. <coughs> it might be that's like kind of what I really wanted to see. Jesse, by the way. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what I like. I really wanted to see as far as AI single-player games is I'd like to see it being built on the single-player or the campaign itself instead of just, like, massively plugging multiplayer. And I think that's a really big thing that they did for Last of Us so far from what we've all seen is the fact that you're going to have so much playback ability without having to, you know, play online with people to make the game fresh and still stay with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like, it adds a level of, like, ingenuity each time you play it to figure out, oh, hey, I did this last time. Let's see how they uh, react when I do this this time. Right. Yeah, because that's like the, what we started talking with Black Ops 2. Uh, to be perfectly honest, if that game didn't have multiplayer, there wouldn't be a whole lot there. Yeah. I mean, you have a, a decent campaign, you have uh, not fully fleshed out zombie mode, and then you have the multiplayer, which is what people keep coming back for. Which, I mean, the cam- I played through the campaign too and beat it. <laughs> wasn't without putting any spoilers out there. I wasn't too excited about the game. But I did, I loved the aspect, the, the re- replayability of the game, meaning that you can do, make different changes or decisions during the game that change the outcome of the game. Not to mention the, the uh, what are they called? The modes where you're controlling multiple... The strike portion. Yeah, strike portion. Yeah. Um, I would have to say, for the most part, probably Last of Us for me, too, but um, on kind of a side note, what I'd like to call like my sleeper hit anticipated game would have to be uh, Metro Last Light. I, I still have yet to play the first one, but it looks phenomenal, and I think the second one's just really going to be good. I'm super excited that it's coming to PS3, because I haven't, I haven't played the first one because it wasn't on the PS3, and I don't have a PC that can fund that game. Um, but I think that's going to be another game that's going to come out and really catch people off guard. Because it's not getting too much hype. I mean, there's not... there's the 
media surrounding that game is nowhere near where it should be for how soon it's going to be coming out. It's coming out this month. I don't remember the specific date. I'm pretty sure it's sometime towards the end of this month, like 29th or something. But, but it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. And so that's another one I'm really looking forward to. Well, I think it's Hopping in here for the it's John and Dave's podcast, but Jesse's hijacking it for a second. Honestly, I hate to hop on the bandwagon, but the new Grand Theft Auto, in my opinion, only in the sense that I feel like Rockstar, as far as like Grand Theft Auto, kind of fell off the map for a while. Like it was the massive hit on the PS2, and they kind of like lost their fire coming into the new gens, because... See, they, I didn't even like it on the PS2, though. Well, I mean, I did, I, just because it was, like, one of those games where you could pretty much do anything. Yeah, but everybody who played that game always eventually just ended up being, like, let's see how many people I can kill before the cops finally catch me. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, like, also I don't know, in line at midnight to watch Fast and Furious 6 when it comes out. I don't know, I think Rockstar, like, as far as in general, got a new fan base with Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And well, I think that's that there's going to be a lot yeah. of people that didn't play Grand Theft Auto that love the shit out of Red Dead Redemption. That like are going to try out Grand Theft Auto Five, and I don't know. I'm just super excited about it because it looks like it's got a decent storyline. Which well, and I think even not so much from a consumer standpoint, but just a developer standpoint, I feel like I've never been into the Grand Theft Auto games because it's just my own personal reasons. But I really like Red Dead Redemption. I thought that was a really good game, and I like L.A. Noir. I know that the team behind Grand Theft Auto isn't the same on L.A. Noir. But I feel like specifically in Red Dead Redemption's case, um, I think Rockstar might have learned quite a bit about telling a narrative. Because that's what I always felt wasn't really there in Grand Theft Auto. Because I didn't feel any story. It's just like, you're a gangster, go do bad things. Like it's, it, it just didn't have enough to grab me. But I feel like uh, with Red Dead Redemption, that's absolutely what you had. It was a good storyline and characters you actually cared about. And so I think if they're able to take what they learned with that, and give you that same experience, like not so much Grand Theft Auto Five, but Grand like Red Dead Redemption set in present time. I think that could make it actually really good. Cool. That might yeah. make it the first Grand Theft Auto. I even give two shits to spend more than half an hour playing. The very first one. Yeah. Oh, dude, the very first one was awesome. No, the very, I'm not saying the, the very first one sucked dick too. I'm just saying Grand Theft <laughs> Auto Five could be the first one I give two shits about playing for more than half an hour. That's true. Don't don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> so it might come out, and I just think it's a big piece of shit. But I mean, regardless, I mean, what, how, how I just, feel. What would you be if The Last of Us came out? It just sucks. Oh, I'd, I'd be pretty upset. But like I was saying, regardless of how I feel about it, I, I guarantee you that game is going to be good when it comes out, and it's going to sell a lot. And oh. your core Grand Theft Auto fans are really going to love that game. I have no doubt about that. Yeah. But <clears throat> especially all the games you got there. Yeah. So our our last uh, game topic, um, game news topic, or whatever you would call it, um, we re- I recently read on IGN.com that God of War Ascension, which is launching in March, I believe, is going to ship with a Last of Us demo. That's how we're going to find out whether or not we're going to like this game or now, not. Now, here's the thing. The article that I read, what it stated, if I remember right, is it said that it will have a way to access it from the main menu of the PlayStation 3, but it said something I want to say about it not being available at launch of Grand Theft God of War Essential. So it sounds like one of those things where it's going to be on there, but you're not going to be able to access it right away. It's like that Dust 514 beta that 
kind of only be a plus member and play it. Yeah, he's probably gonna have something to do with PlayStation taunting you. Yeah, (laughs) and then one day you may be able to play it. Regardless, uh, it raises a couple questions for me, which is one like I'm excited, but at the same time, March is like literally like, especially when that game comes out, it's gonna be less than two months before the the actual product is on the shelves. So it's one of those things like if one was coming out next week, I'd be a lot more excited about it. Yeah, yeah. But but towards the end of March, like. You know, I'm literally like less than two months away from just owning the game anyway. So you know, it's just it's kind of a catch twenty two. Like it's right. it's exciting, but yet not at the same time. But it's kind of nice to be able to play a demo of the game before you decide to really go out. Oh and buy well, it yeah. And I mean, of course. Like, like, <clears throat> burned by like, games before that never had demos. One, you buy it, and you're like, God, I hate myself for buying this. Yeah. I want to sell it back and only get thirty dollars for it. Uh, one thing I also think is interesting about it is that this is like this is a trend that um, I think a lot of people look down on, and I'm surprised they're doing it with The Last of Us. Because, and I'll give you a reason why. The last two games that have done this is, uh, oh, what was that game? Crackdown and Dragon's Dogma. Now, the deal is, is that the way those games used it was they took a game like Crackdown, which was actually a really good game, but was not getting a lot of good hype, and was a gonna be a game not a lot of people played and they put in a beta for I believe it was Halo 3 on Crackdown? Yeah, it was Halo 3. That sold the shit out of that game. Now granted, that game was actually good but that's not what sold the game. Halo 3 sold the shit out of Crackdown. Exactly. (laughs) Now, Dragon's Dogma, I've yet to play more than maybe 30 minutes of that game. It looks really good. It looks like a game I could really get into but to be perfectly honest, um, I don't think I would have been as interested in that game if it didn't come with Six demo before at PSN, and so I see those two examples, and I look at God of War Ascension, and it makes me wonder: like, is this Sony admitting that they're not even that sure of God of War Ascension? You know what I mean? Well, they just had the demo ended on the twenty second. But also on the flip side, it could be the fact that they're like so enthusiastic about how awesome God of War Ascension is and the fan base that's there that they're plugging one of their main titles on that because they know they're going to get a see. But that's I disagree with that because The Last of Us is probably one of the most hyped games of this year. They don't need to draw any more attention to it than there already is. I mean, it's that game is going to blow up when it comes out. And that's why it makes me feel like they have. But a lot of people have been talking down on Ascension because most people that are fans of God of War are saying, give me God of War 4, which is pretty much impossible, or stop making it. And, you know, I don't see Santa Monica Studios just quitting on God of War. Oh, yeah, it's because, a cash cow, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's where they make their money. And I don't think they're solidified enough as a developer to start a new IP right away. Yeah, true. It's like, it's like saying there's not going to be another Metal Gear game or another Halo game or another... Blast out. Yeah, and so that's why it makes me worry that maybe even Sony's looking at this, you know, and saying, man, Ascension's like not looking like it's going to be that great. You know, let's throw Last of Us down on there so we can actually sell some games. But, I mean, who knows? I could be wrong. Well, I hope I am, because I'm really looking forward I think, to Ascension. I think the online multiplayer for God of War Ascension is going to be interesting enough. I mean, like, in my opinion, that's, like, the big thing about that game. It's so ridiculously awesome. Like, so far, I haven't heard a lot of people hyping, like, the storyline, the prequel storyline to it. It's just been the fact that it was like, oh, my God, I'm on my multiplayer. Yeah. Which is going to be, you know, amazing for what it's worth. All right, so to move us on a little bit, our last little video game snippet. This isn't really news. Um, 
regularly we're we're going to try to review games on our podcast, games that we've been playing lately. Um, this week's review, I'm not really going to go into full detail about this review because it's pretty lengthy. Um, but it's uh, for a Vita title called Persona 4 Golden, which is a port of Altus's 2008 Persona 4 for the PS2. Um, basically, I can't really say enough good things about this game. It's, I mean, definitely for anybody who's got a Vita and is into any kind of role-playing games or Japanese role-playing games, it's definitely a must-buy. Like, this game is really solid. <coughs> um, I did write up a full review. Um, it's posted on my blog on IGN, which is under my PlayStation Network name, which is Reed Don Baca. That's R-E-E-D-D-A-W-N-V-A-K-A. Um, I'll post a link as well to the review if anybody's even interested in reading it. But um, if you have a Vita and you're looking for a good game to play, definitely check the review out. It gets pretty in-depth. It's definitely aimed towards people who have never played a Persona game before. Uh, it gives you a full, you know, view of what this game's about and what you're going to find in it. And, I mean, honestly, don't even read my review. Just go buy it. But, I mean, if you really feel compelled to, you can read the review first. That's comforting. But he's like, <laughs> honestly, just actually don't even read it. Yeah. I mean, if you don't feel, like, totally confident, <laughs> read my review to make you confident enough to go buy it. So I don't know what I put all my brain blades <laughs> in my boaters, so I don't know. I'm just yeah. about it. Well, let's just put it this way. I, I saw Dave playing it on his Vita. I don't own one myself, but I got totally into it what, just watching him play, and so I got Persona 3 and started playing that on my PS3. It's a little throwback. It was a PS2 game. classic. I actually saw it on there because me and, me and John share my PSN account so that whenever I buy a game on there, he gets to download it for free. And that's win. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, like it's a win. Right? <laughs> it's right. a win for John because he gets free games, and it's a win for me because whenever I buy a game like Resident Evil Five Gold Edition, I have somebody who can download it for free and play with me because most people are not willing to play <laughs> really Resident Evil Five anymore. Was, so I have somebody to fucking be my bullet mule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> around for me because nobody can play this game. Right. <laughs> but um, but so anyway, so I went on the PlayStation Network. I got, I actually got like ten bucks free from Sony for being their one of their most active members during Thanksgiving weekend. Apparently, Check spent like I spent like, like seventy dollars and was like, life, yeah, man. look at me, I ain't got no life on Thanksgiving weekend. So I'm a, like, just give up something to make you feel good about. Yes, yeah. you're like, they were like, don't kill yourself. Jesus Christ, this kid was on the PlayStation Network all Thanksgiving yes. weekend. <laughs> He's supposed to be eating turkey. He's probably going to eat a shotgun. Somebody give him some real quick. But so anyway, so I got $10 for free. I was playing Persona 4. I knew John wanted to get into it. I saw Persona 3 on there on the PlayStation 2 Classics. I knew I would eventually play that, and he'd probably get into it now, so I went ahead and got it. And, like, that's what that's what surprised me about these games. Is Like I said before, like, John, like, he's primarily, you know, like a Call of Duty, like, first-person shooter guy. And so the fact that one of these games could pull him in you know, that says something about that in that genre. But anyway, so like I said, Persona 4 Golden Review, um, it's a reader review. Uh, go ahead and check it out, and then just go buy the game, you know. Your best bet is just to order it on Amazon, and then start reading the review, because it's pretty long, so by the time you get done, it'll be at your door, and you can just start playing it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so now, anyway, so I actually finally move on from uh, video game stuff. To now, we're going to move on to movie stuff. Movies. Oh, I love movies. <laughs> Dates to remember from 2013. World of 
fictitious people. All right, so I got a list here of all the movies. Well, I highly doubt all the movies, but the list of the most notable movies for 2013. Um, we're already past the Let's Miss release date, January 16th, but didn't hear anything about it. Don't give a crap. Wait, what movie? Let's Le- Miss. Let's Miss. Miserables oh, yeah, or whatever. Dude, that looked really like. Yeah. I like, mean, I felt like I'd have to be like really artsy up my own ass because of wanting to really like that movie. We're in the perfect place for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. right. Um, then we have Warm Bodies coming out February first. That looks really good. I, you know, that's one that you'll you can take your girlfriend to, your wife. <laughs> it was like yeah. literally, literally in the history of mankind. It was the first zombie movie that's coming to theaters. That my fiance was like, "Hun, we should go see this." It's a zombie movie, and I just said, "I love you." That's why I want to get married. Yeah. <laughs> um, Beautiful creatures, February thirteenth. Don't uh, even know what that's about. What, it's about. what movie? Beautiful creatures. Beautiful creatures. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably got fucking Kristen Miller Smile Stewart in it. Probably. <laughs> uh, a good day to die hard. Another die hard. It looks okay. I watched a clip that, that's on the, the interwebs right now. Yeah. And it looks pretty solid. Um, my main thing, which I believe it's already confirmed that it's rated R, but as long as it's rated R, I'm willing to go see it. Yeah. I love the first three, even though a lot of people hate on the second and third one. Um, I thought Live Free or Die Hard was decent. It would have been a good movie if it was rated R, though. I think it would have been a better movie if it didn't have Justin Long in it, too. True, yeah. I mean, that <laughs> would have helped as well. Like, what are you doing? Well, if they made it rated R, he couldn't have been in because he's only like 12 years old. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> that one comes out on February 14th. Um, March 19th, we got Clockwork Princess by Cassandra Clare. Don't even fucking know what that's about. Claire. You should it's probably just start skipping movies we yeah. probably don't know about. Yeah. Alright, deal. Uh, March 20th, G.I. Joe Retaliation. Oh, God. The, okay, no. I'm just going to say this real quick. Blockbuster. The, the first G.I. Joe movie they put out, the one with Dennis Quaid, I think it was. Yeah. That was like, shit you not, and I'm not even making this up, that was the first movie I've ever started watching that I've gotten more than half an hour into, and fucking stopped watching it, like halfway through, <laughs> and never felt bad about not going back and finishing it. Like, I mean, I've, I'm not even kidding you, I've seen some really <laughs> shitty movies in my day. Like, terrible movies. We just, okay, just to give you an example, me and John watched Death Race 3 Inferno today. And that was the most that was the most mediocre piece of shit I've ever seen. But I would rather watch that five more times than finish just the last half of GI Joe. Oh God, man! So yeah, I probably won't be seeing that one in theaters. So that one comes up March twentieth. I know. I see it because Bruce Willis is in it. Dude, Bruce Willis is in everything now. Yeah, because he comes out in at least three movies. He's got Red Two. Red Two. He's got GI Joe. Good I day to die hard. The first one was really good for PG thirteen. I wonder if he because Morgan Freeman. Like Morgan Freeman was good in it. I'm gonna spoil it for you though. He dies. Well, Morgan Freeman's good. Anything. He dies in it though. He's not gonna be oh, in the second. Dude, one. he goes out like a boss though. Man. I figured. Uh-oh. You know, what movie he didn't go out of like a boss in was fucking um, Wanted. Mm-hmm. He just gets shot in the back of the head from like fourteen buildings away around the corner. I yeah, I don't even remember. Oh, that. it was so awesome. I've seen it. I just don't but remember. He still went All right, moving on. March 29th. The host. I, I, I want to know if that's a remake of the. the I think it's Korean. Mm. The host. Yeah. Because that was really good. Been doing that a lot lately. Korean remakes. Goddamn Gundam style. 
gun <laughs> That just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, we have shot glasses at work that say, hey, sexy lady, and they have a little dude doing the gun dance. Oh, Honestly, the only thing that ever came out of Korea is still staying with it is StarCraft. <laughs> yeah, true story. <laughs> like, Those kids can right, play some April StarCraft. April 12th, because we're not talking about music. Uh, scary Movie 5. Probably I suck. Yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be Scary Movie 2.5 because, like, Haunted House just came out. <laughs> and it was Marlon Wayans with fucking Wayne's Brothers. It was like 15. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man 3. I. I, just, I think I'm, it could be good because be, honestly, I don't even like superhero movies. But Iron Man, I feel like, was probably a better movie than the Avengers. True story. And I, I haven't think. even seen the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Can you just imagine the Tick movie. Like, that would be movie. fairly. It'd it'd be, be it's fun. not a, not original, but it'd be different than all the. Like, right? Yeah. Like all oh, the Avengers too. What? Oh, the Tick does way better in box office. That comes out May third. Uh, May 17th, we got Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, Which is another one that, like, is just, like, I'm so over it. Man. Yeah, well, just wait until May 24th when Fast and the Furious 6 and Hangover Part 3 come out. Oh, <laughs> gonna totally God. just disappear that day. That's just so wrong with the film industry right now. Everything is either a remake or a sequel. My heart hurts after that. That's a bad day for humanity. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, fuck the Mayan <laughs> calendar. We... They didn't know that that shit was coming out. Right, right. That's when the world got uh, it gets yeah, better. Seriously, 2012. That's why they stopped making the calendar. They got to 2013 and were like, fuck, dude. Fast and Furious 6 and Hangover Part 3 come out. I ain't even making a calendar for this shit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it was uh, Man of Steel comes out on June 14. That okay. one might be one that. I'm going to see it just on the premise, like I've said before, that Zack Snyder's never going to True, in uh, the way I feel about that movie is I'm really hoping that this is gonna, like Zack Snyder is going to pull a Christopher Nolan on Superman. Like I'm calling uh, it. Yeah, like I could yeah, totally see that happening, and that would be awesome because that's what kind of superhero movies I think this country needs. They need to be well, especially the fact that DC America. comics have always been, DC America. comics have always been way more gritty. Oh yeah, than yeah. Marvel has ever been, and I think that's what's nice is they're getting to it. The yeah. fact that they're you're getting into the meat of the DC. Yeah, exactly. Universe. Getting back to the roots. Um, my most green anticipated man. movie. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes Ryan Reynolds. No, Hollywood, get on that. Stop that. <laughs> just kill that one. <laughs> just. My most anticipated movie of the year: World War Z, June thirty oh. first, and not that, gay, but I would make out with that. Yeah, a little bit of man crush there. I do. Yeah. I don't have a man crush. What <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you do? You just have a full of Nope. Not even close. He's gonna be killing zombies. Like, I don't want to feel like this. But. No, he's not even killing zombies. He's gonna be some little bitch ass like health inspector dude for the fucking like yeah. United Nations or something. Yeah, doesn't it seem and like, we're like we need you to solve it? Yeah, half the world's population is turned into zombies. I quit. You tell us. He's like, well, <laughs> well, they're eating each other's faces. <laughs> maybe and I quit. Yeah, I figured maybe that's a couple awesome. months ago would have been the time to call me in, but yeah, I'm not so. Same day, Kick-Ass 2 comes out. Mm. Uh, Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, that should As be pretty Sergeant, good. Sergeant, what is this, Colonel Star- Stars and Stripes or something? Something like that. Yeah. I think that's going to be good because the first one was pretty decent. Like, yeah, it I was like really it, solid, and I feel like they'll probably have a better budget for this one. Let's put it this way. It was a good uh, step away from Avengers movies <laughs> and yeah. superheroes. I feel really awkward watching the first Kick-Ass because like, I have a crush on Chloe Bortz, and she's like 13 now. Yeah. She was like 11 when they filmed that movie. I'm just like, yeah. You're an evil person right now. <laughs> uh, you know, at least that minute. It's true. 
not gonna lie, you all were like, God, this chick, if she was old enough, I would marry her right now. <laughs> I don't, honestly. No, no, I don't think that way. Now, Nicholas Cage, on the other hand. <laughs> there you <laughs> so go. That's not any better, right? Oh, I totally married Nicholas Cage right now. Hey, it's legal in Washington now. Yeah, well, there you go. You get high and married. <laughs> I'd have to be high and married, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably why they pass the book at the same time. Despicable Me comes out July 3rd. <laughs> I Ooh. like the first well, one as a kid movie. I know you don't like kid movies, but... I don't like kid movies because I have a bunch of kids and they ruin kid movies <laughs> for me. <laughs> Every day. Just for those, watch of, Madagascar for those of you that don't... Times today. For those of you that don't know, I have four kids that live at home and... They relentlessly just watch movies over and over again. It's like we get one good kids movie from their grandma because we can't afford to buy them. And they're like, just, we have to watch this as many times as we can before we have to take it back. They get like that survivalist instinct going on. And like, they're like, we have to take this big me back to grandma's tomorrow. How many hours are between now and tomorrow? Twelve? Okay. Well, it's an hour and a half long, so that's at least six times we can watch this shit. And I just, like, want to put a handgun in my mouth every time they borrow a kid. It's like they're fast-forwarding through the parts that aren't All right, we've obviously touched on a very sensitive subject. So, yeah, let's just move on on with that. Uh, I've never seen Toy Story 3 so many goddamn times. Serious. (laughs) Like, I can hear less. Grown-ups 2 and Pacific Rim come out July 12th. Okay, honestly, Adam Sandler... I'm going to put... Go ahead. Stop making movies. I'm going to put Grown-ups 2 into a special category I call the R-rated category. I say this about a lot of movies. If it's rated R, I'll go see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, because if Adam Sandler and all those guys that were in Grown Ups One put out like a rated R movie that was actually made for Grown Ups, yeah. I would fucking go see it because it's probably. <laughs> I love really how funny. he says the word Grown Ups. Like it's, the movie's has called the movie grown-ups. title. Like, yeah. it's like Peter Griffin. Oh God, I hope they say the movie title in the day of the movie. <laughs> Seriously though, yeah. the Pacific Rim looks like. Okay, honestly, it doesn't make sense to make a movie called Grown Ups and have it be PG thirteen. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> most of the uh, over half the audience not a grown up. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. What's a fucking thirteen year old need to know about being a grown up? Especially, yeah, like, and also like time. just going back to the yeah. first one. How retarded are your kids that they're like twelve and don't know what a hangover is? Yeah, or like getting wasted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh wait, oh, it's ice, ice cream. cream. And you're like, really, bitch? I'm the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what you fucking me? I know what that is. I got my own Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Got nine followers, Mom. All right, Pacific Rim. Um, you want to say anything on that? Looks good. Looks good. Looks he got him with the Toro. Yeah. Chinks, you owe me a seven. Hey, you know what? Boom. Uh, Boom. 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 We'll do this. You know we're doing with that. All right. Um, the Wolverine, tired of... <laughs> if it doesn't have Hugh Jack Hoffman and it's rated R, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, until he starts using those adamantium claws to, like, cut through people, like... Like he thing. should Quentin be. Tarantino style. I'm not. Yeah. July 26th that comes out. Um, July 31st. No one cares. The Smurfs 2. Uh, August 2nd. 300 Rise of an Empire. I have not seen anything on this yet. I, I haven't either. either. Um, so I'm gonna put a pin in that one. I'm not yeah. Say anything. I hear. A lot I like the first one. I like the first shot. I think we can agree on that. But um, I don't know yet. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I decided to take the first one. Spoiler alert, 300 yeah. Spartans Oh yeah, that's died. not necessarily a spoiler alert. It's so it's like, definitely not going to have any of the 300. Yeah. That's yeah. a life alert. Like, it's if it's this 299. Long, oh yeah, 299. Yeah. Two, one of them yeah. yeah, like if you haven't seen 300 yet, two Yeah. Uh, Red 2 comes out the same day. That could be good if it was rated R. Yeah. I'm going to throw uh, that out there again. August 16th, Lonely Paris, Bush Jackson, Sea of Monsters. 
Uh, August 23rd, The Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. Okay, watch that trailer. Looks retarded. Does like, it? Like, honestly, it's like a cross between, like, from what I saw in the trailer, it's like a cross between, like, a shitty Twilight reject cousin that was, like, a brand new movie. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all, all kinds right. of garbage. Uh, September 6th, Riddick. Third one. You already know where this one's going. It's yeah. rated R. I'll go see it. <laughs> I love Pitch Black. You read the review oh, on it. it was, it's like a combination okay, yeah, of the so first and the I'll, second. I'll talk Riddick about movie. The, the synopsis that I read about this movie. So I wrote this down somewhere. I wrote it down so that I wouldn't have to try to remember things, but I don't know where I wrote it down. Essentially, he's on a... Okay, so basically, he's on a planet that is sun-scorched, and it's almost impossible to live on the surface because of the heat. Just like the planet in the second one. It's inhabited by these, like, totally deadly aliens that will just un- annihilate anybody that they come across, like the first one. Did it specify whether they flew or not? Because it could be a little bit different. <laughs> it did not say whether or not they fly. But on top of that, it's, he, you know, the only way to get off this planet, he has to activate a beacon to summon all these mercenaries onto this planet, and they're all going there to kill him, which is pretty much any Reddick movie, comic book, game, or anime. Yeah. (laughs) And so on top of that, here's the twist though. Some of these mercenaries are like superhuman and like a new breed of mercenary. Kind of like the motherfuckers in the second one. I'm just saying like, I mean, if it's rated R, I'll still go see it. But don't lie to me. Just tell me you took the first and second one through them in a blender and you're calling it a third one. Like, I know Vin Diesel produced this. It can't be that deep. Just coloring crayons. If Carl Urban's in it, even though he shouldn't because he died, I'll still go see it. Because, he didn't die. Yeah, he did. Didn't he kill him at the end? No, Riddick kills in the second. Or in the, in the second Riddick. one, Chronicle he kills. Riddick. He kills the 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 Lord dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Carl Urban yeah, took over. See, why didn't they pick up from there? Because All of a sudden, now Riddick's got like a whole army behind him. Right. Like, why not make it badass like that? Yeah. No. Anyway. September twentieth, Star Wars episode two, Attack of Clones. In 3D. In 3D. And Mickey Mouse is going to be No, this is just trash. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be cool. I'm just saying, if Goofy's not hot solo, I'm a ride this bitch. <laughs> Alright, uh, November 8th. Looky here. Thor. The Dark World. Uh, yeah, another yeah. fucking superhero movie. The yeah. movie where Chris Hemsworth, or Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth, Hemsworth. fucking skates on his shabby wings. Well, the end of the year looks pretty promising because November twenty second, Hunger Games: Catching Fire comes out, and yeah. Oh, you mean the it. remake of Battle Royale two? Yeah, true. No, Battle Royale one. one. Battle Royale two was Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan with fourteen year old Asian kids. Yeah, seriously. We got uh, December thirteenth, The Hobbit. Amazing. Of Gonna be best. I didn't even get to see the first one yet. I feel really shitty. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll put, put a pin, pin in, in that, that one. one. But uh, the, this new one looks really good. I think it's going to be an amazing movie. <laughs> and then uh, 47 Ronin comes out December 25th. Don't know what it okay, is. Okay, so 47 Ronin, what I've seen so far, is. I love how you just all of a sudden become part of this podcast. Like, it's like, hey, we'll have Jesse hang out. He'll try to come up with a name. And now yeah. the notebook's just sitting on the ground, and you're just like, you can be all up I in this podcast. Dave shoots down. Which I is just, why the last one I wrote down was Dave's Cynical Bastard podcast. But hold on, side note on your whatever you were about to say, I'll let you finish. That's cool. But I'm gonna play through the the different names that Jesse came up with. Oh, God. so first off, we've got Mass Defect, 
And then we already told you guys about Dave and John's podcast that Jesse is not a part of, apparently, podcast. And then we got Net Junkie Podcast, Broside and Chronicles. Broside <laughs> 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 and Chronicles. <laughs> that was fucking cool. That that was on good. top of that, we've got <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Podcast, <laughs> Anti-Social Media. I actually really like that, that one. That Anti-Social really Media cool. is cool. Um, Walking Dead Space Podcast. <laughs> Walking Dead Space Chronicles. You're just like taking names of shows and video games Honestly, and throwing them together. For fucking like inspiration. Are you sure you didn't write the new Riddick movie? <laughs> and then we Maybe got, I did. And then we have the aforementioned uh, Dave's the Cynical Bastard podcast. And last but not least, we have Taco Truck Jungle Bunny podcast. Which is an inside joke, yeah. but it's really it's not funny. funny. I'm actually really leaning towards anti-social media. I, I like, I like that one too. So anyway, what were you saying? Uh, 47 Ronin. Keanu Reeves, so there's going to be a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of... <laughs> like, for those of you that weren't watching, no, Jesse did not just imitate an orgasm. He actually was trying to pretend like Keanu Reeves. I'm pretty sure Keanu Reeves just perpetually imitates an orgasm. So. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. Uh, no, it's, it's supposed to be like, I, from what it looks like, feudal era Japan or China, and he's a white guy doing sword stuff. And I, I don't know, there's no trailer out for it yet that I can find. It's just talk. Two and sorts of I love it so professional. <laughs> Just a white guy so in feudal so Japan. Yeah. Two and sorts. Like we all saw it with Tom so Cruise. far it yeah. sounds like The Last Samurai. Mm-hmm. Two and sorts stuff. It's, it's the last samurai with a lot more orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> well anyway, we're gonna Come move on. Little Asian woman, be my Asian. We're gonna move on because we still <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna move on because we still have a couple things to cover. And we're, I think we're, yeah, we're running on about 41 minutes right now. Nice. So, not nice. We don't want it that long. Oh, yeah, like, nice, like it's a trophy. That's like the total nice you say when, like, you're like, yeah, I boned, like, seven chicks this month. Nice. And then you're like, oh, wait, now I have, like, five STDs. Not so nice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, along, along with, like, the whole movie thing, um, we're going to talk about a couple horror movies. First yes. off, one obviously probably a lot of people know about because it's really big right now um, is VHS. Nice. We all we all like horror <laughs> movies. Are you just gonna keep saying that? Yeah, that's my new thing. Okay, you should probably stop that. You should probably yeah. be your old thing. Now. Slap that new thing in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, VHS. It's really fucked up. It's really good. Gritty. It's really scary. It's, well done. You know, it, it's yeah. intense. It's a really good found footage movie. And found footage is a, a genre I've always hated from the Blair Witch Project, Paranormal Activity, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I've always just thought it was really fucking stupid until VHS came along. And I thought, you know what, this is actually really good. It, it seems really low budget until you see some of the really gory parts and it's like, holy crap. They actually had a budget. They had and some they, budget. Yeah, we so now know where they used it. The gory parts. Yeah. yeah. So like, we're going to shoot this on a Kodak. And pretty much it seems more like... Put it this way: If I found a videotape and it was one of those scenes, it looks real. It looks freaking real. Yeah, yeah. it would scare the hell out of me and be like, "Oh crap! I need to turn this into the police because it's snuff film." And there's apparently a giant bat woman flying around somewhere killing people. Yeah, you'll be yeah, surprised at how big the fear bone is. So another another set of movies is because it's two movies. Um, also, found footage horror movies that I found myself surprisingly liking a lot. The first one was Grave Encounters. And it, I don't know why, but it still hasn't gotten incredibly popular. And then the other one is Grave Encounters 2. 
Now, like, both of these movies together as a whole, like, it's a really smooth flowing storyline. They easily work right into each other. Um, they're both really well done as well. You can tell they don't have a huge budget, but they do a really good job with what they have. Yeah. And those are from really original ghost story movies. Like, you, you see the ghost thing played out so much nowadays that it just doesn't, you know, Paranormal Activity 4, really, like, we don't need four of those movies. No. We and do need four great encounter movies. Dwindled so much. Oh yeah, after I the know. first one, it's like first yeah. one left a lot. Yeah, to answer it was kind of neat. You know, one of those goes. Oh my god, it's like that. Saw. Dude, yeah, yeah. Like fifteen. No, yeah. that's so. fourteen. My bad. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Grave Encounters one and VHS are both on Netflix now. So I definitely recommend if you've got Netflix Instant Watch. You like horror movies? Definitely check them out because they're they're worth the time. Yeah. Neither one of them are over two hours long, and they're definitely like solid watch. Get scared quite. I, I good You definitely need to. I say definitely. Yeah, definitely. I see. Definitely. I, I, I watch VHS. Right. Yeah, VHS is really good. That's crazy. Okay, so now to get a little more in depth with the movie, those were just kind of honorable mentions. Something we'd like to bring up and let everyone know about because they should go out and see them. Um, but something we want to get a little more in depth about was a, a zombie flick we just watched recently. Yes. Kind of a similar vein to uh, Shaun of the Dead. It's a British comedy zombie movie. The title of it is Cockney vs. Zombies. Uh, this movie totally caught me off guard. I still haven't really seen too much in the media about it, but I caught a trailer, I believe, on YouTube. And just from watching the trailer, as soon as the trailer was over, I wanted to see this movie like nobody's business. And uh, what do you what do you have to say about it? I I absolutely loved it. You know, big fan of Shaun of the Dead, um, even Zombieland. Even though <laughs> Zombieland is completely in its own area, um, it's a lot like Shaun of the Dead for the most part. A lot of humor. Uh, this one though, Cockneys vs. Zombies, a lot more gritty when it comes down to like kill scenes and some of the stuff that they put in there. Uh, it's it's a must see if you got time. You got two hours drop. Watch a movie. That's one that I can. If you like zombie movies, that's you're gonna enjoy it. Now, unfortunately, the only way to get Cockney vs. Zombies as of right now, I don't believe it's out anywhere in the U.S. is to have one imported from the U.K., which you can do. And imported. <laughs> you can do, and it's not very difficult to change the region code on your DVD player to be able to play um, movies that are bought from the UK. And they're pretty cheap to actually find online as well. We're not going to ask any questions. Just find it and watch it. <laughs> pretty much. That's what it comes down to. Let's go check it out. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, that's, uh... That's our movies. That's our movie section. And so our last <laughs> section of the podcast, which I promise, you know, in future episodes is going to be a little more structured. Um, a lot shorter it's it's going to be continued to be Sundays regularly every week. Um, in the future, it's probably not going to continue to be recorded at like midnight, like it is now. I've been up since four o'clock this morning, so I'm rather tired myself. Yeah, but anyway, so our last segment is going to be tech, as in technology. I think we're only going to cover one thing on this, right? We're only covering one thing on this, and I don't plan on getting too in depth with it. I have a couple questions about this topic. Well, fire off for you, and you can respond and whatnot. But um, anyway, the top, the tech topic for the week 
is Project Shield by NVIDIA. For those of you who don't know what Project Shield is, it's a new gaming handheld made by NVIDIA to showcase the power of their new Tegra 4 processor. Um, this, this processor itself is phenomenal hardware. I'm really excited about it, and it's really some cool stuff. Um, Project Shield, on the other hand, it looks like a half-assed Xbox 360 controller with a 5-inch screen just kind of slapped on it like a laptop. And I don't understand why they're making this, because they are, if this is not a prototype or some kind of dev kit, they are actually planning on releasing this for a full retail launch. Now, my, my questions I'm going to fire off, and then we'll get okay. some comments. Right. Three questions. Three important there's questions. There's so much stuff wrong with the There, there is. There's, so there's a lot, I know, but I'm going to try right. to funnel this into three main topics. Okay. Because one of the big things about it is that it can stream your PC game from your PC. Um, my Not three a PC main, gamer. Exactly. Okay. My three main topics about this. And Next most question. Ga- and, okay, Next I'm just going to get on to this. <laughs> Not a PC gamer. Don't give a care. Okay. So first question, where is the demand for this? Second question, where is the game library? And lastly... Is not really a question, but more of a statement. PC game streaming is not enough to warrant a game selection. Well, first of all, we're not PC gamers, so I don't know a whole lot about the community. I used to be, but I don't know a whole lot about the community now. There might be somewhat of a little bit of a demand for the streaming. thing is, I have a PC, I just play it the house. Yeah, okay, to, to chime in right there, like, as far as that goes, I haven't heard anything about this. But I can tell you why a PC handheld would not work is because PC nerds don't leave the house. I was right. just gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The PC the PC gamer is not the gamer that's interested in the handheld. That's why you haven't seen Windows or Microsoft come out with a handheld. Right. You know, console gamers like handhelds. This is my thing with Nvidia wanting to showcase their new processor. Hook up with the phone developer and Put your processor in the phone, like an iOS game. You know, do that instead of just making a lame-ass handheld that's only going to be around for a year yeah. and have no support and still be at the same price point of Vita's. Yeah, I would hands down buy a Vita over a Project Shield. Absolutely. Because well, I'd even buy a DS 3D for... Well, a Vita's just got it's, it's a 3DS. Whatever. 3DS, Old Nintendo. Old Man John wanted to buy his DS 3D. I want my DS HS. <laughs> But I mean, but no, I get you. There's I something buy a 3DS that's before I buy that. Thing. It's it's they're going up against a, a community or huge competitors, you know, that have handhelds. You got Nintendo and you got Sony. I don't know, Microsoft doesn't have a handheld either. Well, a good a good way to compare it is you know the the Ouya, the, the set top box gaming system, the the Android Kickstarter project. It would be like, and they're not doing this, so I still have respect for their project. It would be like if they put that out in direct competition to the PlayStation 4 and the next Xbox. Right. That would be ridiculous. It'd be stupid. Right. They're going to But they're not doing that. They're putting it out as an experiment to see where this can go. And that I understand. But I watched the, you know, I watched the 40 minute long CES presentation that NVIDIA did on their Project Shield. And that's what it seems like they're trying to do. It looks like they're trying to say, hey, this is what we've got, and this is why it's better than anything out there. And all I can all I can see is phenomenal hardware with absolutely no game support. No support whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, in a lot of the games that they're probably going to put on there, you can get on your iPhone. You can get on like, yeah. your LG Optus yeah. G or uh, Android Well, and devices. even with PlayStation Mobile being prevalent on the Vita's PlayStation Store, 
you're going to start seeing your big popular Android games on the Vita. Right. You know, Jetpack Joyride was the first one that game, that's way. been an awesome game that's just came out recently. Yeah. And it got really big on Android and all that, and now it's on the PlayStation 3 and it's on the Vita. You know, with the Vita having the 5-inch touchscreen and the rear touch panel and buttons and thumbsticks, there's nothing you're going to do on a phone or on an Android handheld gaming device you can't do on a Vita. Right. Exactly. And you have support. I mean, support the PSP Sony. and the PSP Go and the, the PSP they're 2000 and 3000. Are, yeah, they're still selling those games. They still have support. It's not like a year from now when this thing fails, you're stuck with a $300 or $200 well, I'll put it device that um, you can't do anything with. When they came out with the Tegra 3, pretty much the flagship Tegra 3 product was the Asus Transformer Prime tablet. Mm-hmm. And that one had all the promises of the Tegra Zone, which they're now repeating again. And, you know, all these is going to have, you know, THD, which are Tegra-optimized games. Um, I bought the, the Transformer Prime. I got the 64-gig model because I wanted to fit all these games onto it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I maybe saw, like, five really good games come out, and now that thing's already obsolete, and I paid $600 for it. So that really left the bad well, taste in my mouth. Well, my God, you can shoot yeah. yourself with it. Yeah. Oh, so that, for this one. yeah. That's, yeah. Why, that's why I look at this, and all I can see is another Transformer Prime that will be cool for about a half an hour. Yeah. You know, and it's just, uh, Android devices right now, as a whole, they're just moving too fast. Well, it seems like today that, like, all these mobile devices, whether it be, and I, I kind of separate the Vita from this because it's so much more powerful, but you have your, your tablets, your, your phones, and then now this Project Shield bullshit that, you're just being repetitive. Like you can play the same stuff on all three of those things, and it's just you're spending money that you don't necessarily need to spend just to be an early adopter. I mean, come on, let's not just be save up and use it for something that's going to be like you know groundbreaking and next gen. Right. Next gen consoles is coming out this year. I mean, save you think up. For anybody's going to give a shit about Project Shield? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like, out. I mean, like, oh, if it came cream, out, yeah, there's also birthday cake. Everybody loves birthday cake more than ice cream. It came out at the same time. But I don't, I don't like this one. Yeah, now I'm hungry. I know, huh? We go Jesse. I don't know. But. So, so <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much all we have on tap. Um, you would have known that if we'd remembered to give you a brief pod- podcast summary at the beginning of this. But that is something we apparently left out. <laughs> so. Well, that's because we didn't have a name. and We don't, we don't even have a name. Game, but for now, for now I would vote our name should just be Antisocial. I like it. Anti-social media, it's official. We are now announcing our official name of anti-social media. Fuck you, Facebook. (laughs) But we will probably be on Facebook. We probably will be on Facebook. And Twitter. And And then the Twitters. We will. If if you like this, tune in next week. We'll have... Feel free to leave comments to tell us what we did wrong or tell us that we're fucking... Leave comments where? We need to... Email. It's, it's gonna be no. It's gonna be. I'm gonna this first podcast. I'm gonna put on YouTube. Okay. And then once we actually have a host, we're gonna. The internet is it. a vicious, fickle bitch. So we're gonna hear things. Bring about on ourselves. trolls. Yeah. Bring we're gonna hear things about ourselves like no one's ever said before. Like, oh, Dave, you sound like you have a dick in your ear while you talk. Like, oh, okay, thanks. That that's no, it's critical uh, criticism. People are ruthless. On Hey, you know, you're a child. Hey, at least we're not sucking on tampons right now and, and filming it. She was talking about my girlfriend like that. I'm sorry. All right. Well, this is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening if you actually made it this far.
This is Dave <laughs> signing off. Signing off. Set shit up. <clears throat> anyway. Alright, so what are we talking about today? You're not even talking. You're just in the background. You're making them names. So anyway, this is our first podcast. And uh, my name's Dave. I'm John. And this is going to be our podcast. Um, we don't actually have a name yet. Um, we've got our friend Jesse in the background. He's working on a name for us because we can't come up with anything original. Um, I still think protocol better. But basically, this podcast is just going to be a general video game, movie, and tech thing. Um, those are the only facets of media that we're really interested in. Mm-hmm. We're not really too big on music. Uh, but it's primarily going to be video games. And I feel like I should state just right out the gate that uh, we're pretty much like Sony guys. Absolutely. I just I wouldn't want anybody like wondering, like, hey, when, when are they going to talk about the Xbox? Guess well, what, guys? We're not going to talk about the Xbox like at not, all. I'm not a super fanboy about Xbox or no. PS3, but you know, it's just the better console to have. And I just feel honestly, where <laughs> what is it? So apparently, our new podcast name is Dave John's Podcast that Jesse's not a part of. Apparently, podcast. <laughs> Keep working on that. But anyway, no, like I was trying to say, um, it definitely doesn't come down to like a fanboy aspect. It's more of a, like in this economy, you can only really, I mean, most people, like myself, can only afford to own one console. And if I'm going to own one console, I'm going to own the best one. Absolutely. And just the PS3 just has way more to offer. It's got yeah. Blu-ray, media. Not to mention free-to-play online. Yeah, it's free-to-play online. I can't afford to pay for Xbox Live. So. Well, we talked about how much it costs from a baseline Xbox 360 from the original launch. Yeah. And the PS3 and what it offered. And you actually end up paying more for oh, yeah. all well, of the to get, like, stuff. The, just even the wireless internet. You're looking at dropping when it came out about 100 bucks. Right. And, and then on top of that, another $50 to use that wireless internet. Yeah. Or internet in general. Well, and plus... And on top of that, I mean, it, you can't even really compare, like, hard drives PS3, you can just put any kind of hard drive you want. Yeah, you got a terabyte in yours, I'm going to put yeah. a terabyte in mine. It cost me like 90 bucks to put a terabyte in mine where I could drop like $130 to get 320 gigs in an Xbox now. I can't explain that. You can't. But so anyway, um, we're going to start off with video games because that's, like I said, that's our primary focus. And our first topic is Black Ops 2, where we're at now. Love it. So Black Ops 2 has been out since November 13th. Yeah. And, uh, what, two, two months ago? Yeah. Two or so months ago now. Um, I'm going to let John take the lead on this one because he's more... I, I love Black Ops 2 just as much as the next guy, but... You're not enough. I, have, I haven't gotten Diamond on any of my guns yet. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a pain in the ass. Um, absolutely love the game. From all the Call of Duty games to the... Eh, all the Call of Duty games. This is by far my, one of my favorites. Uh, they did a lot, took a lot of time in making sure that there was a lot of things that people wanted implemented into this game. Uh, it, it really felt like they listened to the, the Yeah, players. they really did. Which is a first. For I don't know if for a fact that they did or not. No. <laughs> they just realized they fucked up on all their other games, but they, they took a lot of time and effort and put it into this. Uh, right now, I 
believe I'm prestige about five. Not that far into it, but I've taken some hiatuses from the game. So I've burned myself out. Uh, I did just recently get a diamond on my assault rifles. <laughs> Which is a pain to get all the headshots on all these all right. It only took you a couple of weeks though, right? It it did, but it was just tedious work and running around. Uh, I will say on this, like all the other Call of Duty games I break play regular core. And I find the hardcore on this I haven't played core on this one at all because just hardcore just appeals to me way more on this one. Uh, I tried playing Core today, since it's a double XP weekend, on Nuketown, and absolutely hated it after two rounds, just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, let's talk about the DLC. So, okay, Black Ops 2 10. Season Pass DLC. This is something me and John have been debating about since they announced it. Um, we've both come close to just forking out the 50 bucks. You know, we want the new zombie maps and all that kind of stuff. Um, but one thing we've talked about lately is whether or not it's really worth it to buy the season pass right now. Um, realistically, each drop's $14.99, and uh, that doesn't really seem like... I mean, you're going to spend $15 four times in one year. That That's not like a huge... A huge loss. Like I don't feel like if I don't spend fifty dollars now, Ooh, I I'm gonna $10. get yeah, I'm gonna get bent over for fifteen dollars okay. four times this year. No, and and being burned on some other DLCs. I mean, I had the uh, hardened edition for Black or Modern Warfare Three, so I got all the DLCs for free being an elite member. But I would have been pissed if I had to buy individual map packs, or if I bought season pass for it, or elite that gave me the free downloads. Well, not technically free, but bought them and, and as like a season pass. I would have been pissed come, I believe it was like the third, third DLC. Yeah, all face-off maps. I never played face-off on that game. Yeah. And it was, what, four maps? That was it. So, I mean, it, in all honesty, you could look at it this way. You could buy the season pass and save $10, or you could buy them individually. Possibly one of them sucks. And you save fifteen dollars, right? Exactly. I mean, it's it does, it's not any different. You know, I would I would rather just buy them as they come out. And then again, I mean, they might come out, and I, I have faith that Treyarch is going to turn around and give us a new weapon every DLC. And I would really lines. like to see more than one because it's something like I've said in the past that Battlefield Three jumped on that bandwagon a long time ago. Mm -hmm. With Battlefield Premium, um, I know there was like a least five or six new guns just with that first installment. Right. And that's something that I, I get that they're finally trying to get on there and say, hey, you guys want new guns? Here they are. But if this is the way it's going to be, you're looking at over the course of a year's worth of DLC for new guns. One, yeah, it would be cool to see one gun per If they, if they came out next next drop, they came out with like five new guns, right. I'd be all for it. Like a new sniper rifle, a new SMG, a new assault rifle, a new shotgun. Yeah. That would be worth it in my eyes. Like, well worth it. Or even, you know, honestly, they don't even have to be new guns. They can even just import some of the guns they have in the game that aren't in multiplayer. True story, Like, yeah. one gun I'd really like to see is that, um, that the the futuristic sniper rifle that can, like, shoot through walls and you can charge it up. Yeah. You know, I think that would add a whole new level of play campaign. to the campaign. Not the campaign, the multiplayer. 
Right. Other things I'd like to see is like the AK-47, you know, that, or the AK-74U. I mean, there's there's tons of guns that are in this game that work in this game that are not in multiplayer, and that would just seem like a no-brainer to me. It'd be easy to add those in because they're already in the game. Right. It wouldn't take a whole lot to do that. So moving on. So next next on our list is our most anticipated games, of 2013. Yes. I'm down for The Last of Us. That's going to be. I think The Last of Us could pretty much hands down be like anybody's most anticipated game, True unless you're just like not into like video games at all, or you're just like really hardcore into sports games and you're just waiting for Madden 14. But um. The last, I mean, The Last of Us, it's oh. quite obvious, like, ever since the, they showed that E3 demo, that game is just going to be phenomenal. And, I mean, you, you've got a developer you can trust, the people who made Uncharted, like, you know, they're, I mean, they're honestly probably one of the biggest top developers for some. And so, them coming out with this new IP, that that's what everybody's been wanting, is something new. It looks amazing, and it's totally riding all the hype of all this, you know, post-apocalyptic stuff that's going on now. You know, you got The Walking Dead, you've got World War Z coming out soon. you got all this apocalypse kind of stuff going on, and everybody is really into it. And it's just the perfect time for a game like The Last of Us to come out. Um, I just love, just from the review, or the trailers that I've seen for it, and the gameplay that I've seen for it, I, I just love the fact that the AI can identify when you're out of ammo, and then they charge attack, and it just... It's real life. <laughs> it might be. That's like kind of what I really wanted to see. Jesse, by the way. Yeah. That's kind of what I like. I really wanted to see as far as AI single player games is I'd like to see it being built on the single player or the campaign itself instead of just like massively plugging multiplayer. And I think that's a really big thing that they did for Last of Us so far from what we've all seen is the fact that you're going to have so much playback ability without having to, you know, play online with people to make the game fresh and still stay with it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like it adds a level of, like, ingenuity each time you play it to figure out, oh, hey, I did this last time. Let's see how the AI reacts when I do this this time. Right. You know what I'm yeah, because that's, like, the, what we started talking with Black Ops 2. Uh, to be perfectly honest, if that game didn't have multiplayer, there wouldn't be a whole lot there. I mean, yeah. you have a, a decent campaign, you have uh, not fully fleshed out zombie mode, and then you have the multiplayer, which is what people keep coming back for. Which, I mean, the camp- I played through the campaign too and beat it. <laughs> I wasn't, without putting any spoilers out there, I wasn't too excited about the ending. <laughs> but I did, I loved the aspect, the, the re- replayability of the game, meaning that you can do, make different changes or decisions during the game that change the outcome of the game. Not to mention the what are they called? The modes where you're controlling multiple... The strike force. Yeah, strike force missions. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I would have to say for the most part, probably Last of Us for me too, but um, on kind of a side note, what I'd like to call like my sleeper hit anticipated game would have to be uh, Metro Last Light. I, I still have yet to play the first one, but it looks phenomenal. And I think the second one is just really going to be good. I'm super excited that it's coming to the PS3. Because I haven't, I haven't played the first one because it wasn't on the PS3. And I don't have a PC that can fund that game. Um, but I think that's going to be another game 
is going to come out and really catch people off guard because it's not getting them too much hype. I mean, there's not there's the media surrounding that game is nowhere near where it should be for how soon it's going to be coming out. It's coming out this month. I don't remember the specific date. I'm pretty sure it's sometime towards the end of this month, like 29th or something. But but it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good, and so that's another one. I'm really looking forward to. Why most anticipated game this year? Hopping in here, it's John and Dave's podcast, but Jesse's hijacking it for a second. Honestly, I hate to hop on the bandwagon, but the new Grand Theft Auto, in my opinion, is pretty sick. You're done. Only in the sense that I feel like Rockstar, as far as like Grand Theft Auto, kind of fell off the map for a while. Like it was the massive hit on the PS2, and they kind of like lost their fire coming into the new gens, because... See, they, I didn't even like it on the PS2, though. Well, yeah. I mean, I did, I, just because it was, like, one of those games where you could pretty much do anything. Yeah, but everybody who played that game always eventually just ended up being, like, let's see how many people I can kill before the cops finally catch me. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, like, also I don't know, be in line at midnight to watch Fast and Furious 6 <laughs> <laughs> when it comes out. I don't know, I think Rockstar, like, as far as in general, got a new fan base with Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And well, I think that there's going to be a lot it. of people that didn't play Grand Theft Auto that love the shit out of Red Dead Redemption. That like are going to try out Grand Theft Auto Five, and I don't know. I'm just super excited about it because it looks like it's got a decent storyline. Which well, and I think even not so much from a consumer standpoint, but just a developer standpoint, I feel like I've never been into the Grand Theft Auto games because it's just my own personal reasons. But I really liked Red Dead Redemption. I thought that was a really good game, and I liked L.A. Noir. I know that the team behind Grand Theft Auto isn't the same on L.A. Noir. But I feel like specifically in Red Dead Redemption's case, um, I think Rockstar might have learned quite a bit about telling a narrative. Because that's what I always felt wasn't really there in Grand Theft Auto. Is I didn't feel any story. It's just like, you're a gangster, go do bad things. Like it's, it, it just didn't have enough to grab me. But I feel like uh, with Red Dead Redemption, that's absolutely what you had. It was a good storyline and characters you actually cared about. And so I think if they're able to take what they learned with that, and give you that same experience, like not so much Grand Theft Auto Five, but Grand like Red Dead Redemption set in present time. I think that could make it actually really good. That might yeah. make it the first Grand Theft Auto. I even give two shits to spend more than half an hour playing. The very first one? Yeah. Oh, dude, the very first one was awesome. No, the very, I'm not saying the, the very first one sucked dick too. I'm just saying <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five could be the first one I give two shits about playing for more than half an hour. That's true. Don't don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> so it might come out, and I just think it's a big piece of shit. But I mean, regardless of well, how I, I feel, what would you be if The Last of Us came out? It just sucks. Oh, I'd, I'd be pretty it. upset. But like I was saying, regardless of how I feel about it, I, I guarantee you that game is going to be good when it comes out, and it's going to sell a lot. And oh. your core Grand Theft Auto fans are really going to love that game. I have no doubt about that. Yeah. But <clears throat> especially all the games you got there. Yeah. So our our last uh, game topic, um, game news topic, or whatever you would call it. Um, we re- I recently read on IGN.com that God of War Ascension, which is launching in March, I believe, is going to ship with a Last of Us demo. That's how we're going to find out whether or not we're going to like this game. <laughs> now, now, here's the thing. The article that I read, what it stated, if I remember right, is it said that it will have a way to access it from the main menu of the PlayStation 3, but it said something I want to say about it not being available at launch of, Grand, or of God of War Essential. So 
it sounds like one of those things where it's going to be on there, but you're not going to be able to access it right away. It's like that Dust 514 beta that kind of only be a plus member and play it. Yeah. It's probably going to have something to do with PlayStation Plus. Yeah. <laughs> and then one day you may be able to play it. Regardless, uh, it raises a couple questions for me, which is one, like, I'm excited, but at the same time, March is like literally like, especially when that game comes out, it's going to be less than two months before the actual, the actual product is on the shelves. So it's one of those things, like, if one was coming out next week, I'd be a lot more excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but towards the end of March, like, you know, I'm literally like less than two months away from just owning the game anyway. So, you know, it's just, it's kind of a catch-22. Like, it's, right. it's exciting, but yet not at the same time. But it's kind of nice to be able to play a demo of the game before you decide to really go out oh, and Oh, well, it. yeah. I mean, of really, course. Like, we burned by, by games before that never had demos. One, you buy it and you're like, God, I hate myself for buying this. Yeah. I want to sell it back and only get $30 for it. Uh, one thing I also think is interesting about it is that this is like this is a trend that um, I think a lot of people look down on, and I'm surprised they're doing it with The Last of Us. Because, and I'll give you a reason why. The last two games that have done this is uh, oh, what was that game? Crackdown and Dragon's Dogma. Now the deal is is that the way those games used it was they took a game like Crackdown, which was actually a really good game, but was not getting a lot of good hype and was going to be a game not a lot of people played, and they put in a beta, or I believe it was Halo 3 on Crackdown? Yeah, it was Halo 3. That sold the shit out of that game. Yeah, well, now, Halo granted, that game was actually good, but that's not yeah. what sold the game. Halo 3 sold the shit out of Crackdown. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, Dragon's Dogma, I've yet to play more than maybe 30 minutes of that game. It looks really good, it looks like a game I could really get into, but to be perfectly honest... Um, I don't think I would have been as interested in that game if it didn't come with a Resident Evil 6 demo before it hit PSN. And so I see those two examples, and I look at God of War Ascension, and it makes me wonder, like, is this Sony admitting that they're not even that sure of God of War Ascension? You know what I mean? Well, they just had the demo ended on the Windows well, yeah. 22nd. But also, on the flip side, of Ascension, it could be the fact that they're, like, so enthusiastic about how awesome God of War Ascension is and the fan base that's there. That they're plugging one of their main titles on that because they know they're going to get a pass. See, but that's. I disagree with that because The Last of Us is probably one of the most hyped games of this year. They don't need to draw any more attention to it than there already is. I mean, it's that game is going to blow up when it comes out. And yeah, that's why it makes me feel like. Too. They have, but a lot of people have been talking down on Ascension because most people that are fans of God of War are saying, give me God of War 4, which is pretty much impossible, right. or stop making. And, you know, I don't see Santa Monica Studios just quitting on God of War. Oh, yeah, it's because, their cash cow, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's where they make their money. And I don't think they're solidified enough as a developer to start a new IP right away. Yeah, true. It's like, it's like saying know. there's not going to be another Metal Gear game or another Halo game or another, you know, Blackout. I'm so hurt. Yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and so that's why it makes me worry that maybe even Sony's looking at this, you know, and saying, man, Ascension's, like, not looking like it's going to be that great. You know, let's throw Last of Us demo in there so we can actually sell some units. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows? I could be wrong. Well, I hope I am because I'm really looking forward I to think, Ascension. I think the online multiplayer for God of War Ascension is going to be interesting enough. I mean, like, in my opinion, that's, like, the big thing about that game that's so ridiculously awesome. Like, so far, I haven't heard a lot of people hyping, like, the storyline, the prequel storyline to it. It's just been the fact that it was like, oh my god, I'm online multiplayer. Yeah. Which is going to be, you know, amazing for what it's worth. 
Alright, so to move this on a little bit, <clears throat> our last little video game snippet, this isn't really news, um, regularly we're, we're going to try to review games on our podcast, games that we've been playing lately. Um, this week's review, I'm not really going to go into full detail about this review because it's pretty lengthy, um, but it's uh, for a Vita title called Persona 4 Golden, which is a port of Altus's 2008 Persona 4 for the PS2. Um, basically, I can't really say enough good things about this game. It's, I mean, definitely for anybody who's got a Vita and is into any kind of role-playing games or Japanese role-playing games, it's definitely a must-buy. Like, this game is really solid. <coughs> um, I did write up a full review. Um, it's posted on my blog on IGN, which is under my... PlayStation Network name, which is Reed Don Baca. That's R E E D D A W N V A K A. I'll post a link as well to the review if anybody's even interested in reading it. But um, if you have a Vita and you're looking for a good game to play, definitely check the review out. It gets pretty in depth. It's definitely aimed towards people who have never played a Persona game before. Uh, it gives you a full, you know, view of what this game's about and what you're going to find in it. I mean, honestly, don't even read my review. Just go buy it. But, I mean, if you really feel compelled to, you can read the review first. That's comforting. But he's like, honestly, <laughs> just actually don't even read it. Yeah. I mean, if you don't feel, like, totally confident, <laughs> read my review to make you confident enough to go buy it. Because because I don't know. All my brain blood is in my boners, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's just put it this way. I, I saw Dave playing it on his Vita. I don't own one myself. But I got totally into it. What, you're just watching him play, and so I got Persona 3 and started playing that on my PS3. It was a little bit throwback. It was a PS2 yeah. classic. Yeah. I actually saw it on there, because me and, me and John share my PSN account, so that whenever I buy a game on there, he gets to download it for free. And that's, win! Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, like it's, a, win. Right? it's right. a win for John, because he gets free games. And it's a win for me, because whenever I buy a game like Resident Evil 5 Gold Edition... I have somebody who can download it for free and play with me. Because most people are not willing to play <laughs> really with me. Really, what he meant to say was, so I have somebody to fucking be my bullet mule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Around for me because nobody can play this game right <laughs> but, um, but, so anyway, so I went on the PlayStation Network. I got, I actually got like 10 bucks free from Sony for being their, one of their most active members during Thanksgiving weekend, apparently. Spent like, I spent like seventy dollars like, and was like, life, "Yeah, man. look at me! I ain't got no life on Thanksgiving weekend." So I'm like, just give time. something to make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. You're like, bucks. they were like, Jesus, "Don't kill yourself." Jesus Christ! This kid was on the PlayStation Network all Thanksgiving yes. weekend. <laughs> He's supposed to be eating turkey. He's probably gonna eat a shotgun. Somebody give him some real quick. But so anyway, so I got ten dollars for free. I was playing Persona Four. I knew John wanted to get into it. I saw Persona Three on there on the PlayStation Two Classics. I knew I would eventually play that, and he'd probably get into it now, so I went ahead and got it. And, like, that's what that's what surprised me about these games, is, like I said before, like, John, like, he's primarily, you know, like a Call of Duty, like, first-person shooter guy. And so the fact that one of these games could pull him in, you know, that says something about that, in that genre. But anyway, so like I said, Persona 4 Golden Review, um, it's a reader review. Uh, go ahead and check it out, and then just go buy the game, you know. Your best bet is just to order it on Amazon and then start reading the review. It's pretty long, so by the time you get done, it'll be at your door and you can just start playing it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so now, anyway, so I actually finally move on from uh, video game stuff. 
to now we're gonna move on to movie stuff. Movies. Oh, I love movies. <laughs> Dates to remember from 2013. All right, so I got a list here of all the movies. Well, I highly doubt all the movies, but the list of the most notable movies for 2013. Um, we're already past the less miss release date January 16th, but. Didn't hear anything about it. Don't give a crap. Wait, what movie? Les Mis. Les Mis. Les or whatever. Yeah, that looked really like... Yeah. I like, mean... I felt like I'd have to be like, really artsy up my own ass drink and wine really like that movie. We're in the perfect place for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Um, then we have Warm Bodies coming out February 1st. That looks really good. I... You know, that's one that you you can take your girlfriend to, your wife. <laughs> it was like yeah. literally, literally in the history of mankind. It was the first zombie movie that's coming to theaters that my fiance was like, "Hun, we should go see this." It's a zombie movie, and I just said, "I love you." That's why I want to get married. Yeah. Um, beautiful creatures, February thirteenth. Don't even know what that's about. What movie? Beautiful creatures. Beautiful creatures. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably got fucking Kristen Stewart in it. Probably. <laughs> Uh, a good day to die hard. Another die hard. It looks okay. I watched a clip that, that's on the, the interwebs right now, yeah. and it looks pretty solid. Uh, my main thing, which I believe it's already confirmed that it's rated R, but as long as it's rated R, I'm willing to go see it. Yeah. I love the first three, even though a lot of people hate on the second and third one. Um, I thought Live Free or Die Hard was decent. It would have been a good movie if it was rated R, though. I think it would have been a better movie if it didn't have Justin Long in it, too. True, yeah. I mean, that could have helped as well. What are you doing? Well, if they made a rated R, he couldn't have been in because he's only like 12 years old. Yeah, no, seriously. (laughs) That one comes out on February 14th. Um, March 19th, we got Clockwork Princess by Cassandra Clare. Don't even fucking know what that's about. You should probably just start skipping movies we probably don't know about. March 20th, G.I. Joe Retaliation. Oh, God. Okay, I'm just going to say this real quick. The the first G.I. Joe movie they put out, the one with Dennis Quaid, I think it was, that was like, shit you not, and I'm not even making this up, that was the first movie I've ever started watching that I've gotten more than half an hour into and fucking stopped watching it, like halfway through, (laughs) and never felt bad about not going back and finishing it. Like, I mean, I'm not even kidding you. I've seen some really (laughs) shitty movies in my day. Like, terrible movies. We just... Okay, just to give you an example, me and John watched Death Race 3 Inferno today. And that was the most... That was the most mediocre piece of shit I've ever seen. But I would rather watch that five more times than finish just the last half of G.I. Joe. (laughs) God, man. So, yeah, I probably won't be seeing that one in theaters. So that one comes up March 20th. I know, I'd see it because Bruce Willis Dude, Bruce Willis is in everything now. Right? Yeah, because well, he comes out in three, yeah, at least three movies. Case, but, he's yeah. got Red 2. Red 2. He's got G.I. Joe. Good Day to Die Hard. The first one was really good for PG-13. I wonder if he gets Morgan Freeman. Like Morgan Freeman's good in it. I'm going to spoil it for you, though. He dies well, in Morgan Freeman's good in anything. He dies in it, though. He's not going to be oh, in the second dude. one. He goes out like a boss, though. Man. I figured. Uh-oh. You know movie he didn't go out like a boss in? was fucking um, Wanted. He just gets shot in the back of the head from like 14 buildings away around the corner. I, yeah, I don't even remember oh, that. Oh, it was so awesome. I've seen it. I just don't but remember. But he still went. Alright, moving on. March 29th, The Host. I, I, I want to know if that's a remake of the, the, I think it's Korean, mm-hmm. The Host. Yeah. 
So that was really good. Goddamn Gundam style. Gundam style. <laughs> that just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, did it did. You know, we have shot glasses at work that say, hey, sexy lady, and they have a little dude doing the Gundam dance. Oh, Honestly, the only thing that ever came out of Korea is still staying with it is StarCraft. Yeah, true story. <laughs> like, Those kids can right, play April StarCraft. 12th, because we're not talking about music. Uh, scary Movie 5. Probably gonna suck. Yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be Scary Movie 2.5 because, like, Haunted House just came out. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Marlon Wayans with fucking Wayne Wayans Brothers is like 15. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man 3, I... I, just, I think I'm, it could be good because could, honestly, be, I don't even like superhero movies. But Iron Man, I feel like, was probably a better movie than The Avengers. True story. And I, I haven't make. even seen The Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Can you just imagine the Tick movie. Like, that would be movie. fairly. It'd it'd be be not a, not original, but it'd be different than all the. Like, right? Yeah. Like all oh, the Avengers too. What? Oh, the Tick does way better in box office. It comes out May third. Uh, May 17th, we got Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, Which is another one that, like, is just, like, I'm so over it. Yeah, well, just wait until May 24th when Fast and the Furious 6 and Hangover Part 3 come out. Oh, <laughs> gonna totally just disappear that day. That's just so wrong with the film industry right now. Everything's either a remake or a sequel. My heart hurts after that. That's a bad day for you, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Like, fuck the Mayan calendar. They didn't know that that shit was coming out. Right, right. That's when the world's gonna end. Uh, It'd get better. Seriously, 2012. That's why they stopped making the calendar. They got to 2013 and were like, fuck, dude. Fast and Furious 6 and Hangover Part 3 come out. I ain't even making a calendar for this shit. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Uh, Man of Steel comes out on June 14th. That one might be one that. I'm gonna see it just on the premise, like I've said before. Zack Snyder's never made a movie I was disappointed. True. Uh, and the way I feel about that movie is I'm really hoping that this is going to, like, Zack Snyder is going to pull a Christopher Nolan on Superman. Like, I'm calling oh, it. Yeah. Like, I could yeah, totally I see yeah. that happening, and that would be awesome. Because that's what kind of superhero movies I think this country needs. They need to be, well, especially the fact that DC America. comics have always America. been, DC America. comics have always been way more gritty oh, than yeah. Yeah. Marvel has ever been. And I think that's what's nice is they're getting to it. The yeah. fact that they're You're getting into the meat of the DC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, getting back to the roots. Um, my most green anticipated man. movie. <laughs> yeah. the, nobody likes Ryan Reynolds. No. Hollywood, get on that. Stop that. <laughs> just kill that one. <laughs> just. My most anticipated movie of the year, World War Z, June uh, 31st. And not that, gay, but I wouldn't make out with that. Yeah, a little bit of man crush there. I do. Yeah. I don't have a man crush on Brandon. <laughs> Well, no, you do. You just haven't fooled the rest of it. Nope. Not even close. He's going to be killing zombies. you like, I don't want to feel like this. But no, he's not even killing zombies. He's going to be some little bitch-ass, like, health inspector dude for the fucking, like, yeah. United Nations or something. Yeah, just going to seem and like, we like we need you to solve it. Yeah. yeah. Half, half the world's population is turned into zombies. Like, I quit. What did you tell us? He's like, well... <laughs> well, they're eating each other's faces. <laughs> maybe and it's I quit. Salts. Yeah, I figured maybe a couple months ago would have been the time to call me in, but yeah, I'm not so. Same day, Kick-Ass 2 comes out. Uh, Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, that should As be pretty Sergeant, good. Sergeant, what is this, Colonel Star- Stars and Stripes or something? Something like that. Yeah. I think that's going to be good because the first one was pretty decent. Like, yeah, it was I really it solid, and I feel like they'll probably have a better budget for this one. Let's put it this way. It was a good uh, step away from the Avengers and <laughs> yeah. superheroes. I feel really awkward watching the first Kick-Ass because like, I have a crush on Chloe Bortz, and she's like 13 now. Yeah. She was like 11 when they filmed that movie. I'm just like, 
evil person right now. You know, at least I admit it. I'm not gonna lie, you all would like God, this chick. If she was old enough, I would marry her right now. I don't, honestly. No, I, I don't think that would. Now, uh, Nicholas yeah, Cage, on the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> there you so go. That's not any better, right? Oh, I totally married Nicholas Cage right now. Hey, it's legal in Washington now. Yeah, well, there you go. You get high and married. <laughs> I'd have to be high and married, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably why they pass the book at the same time. Despicable Me comes out July 3rd. <laughs> I like the first well, one as a kid movie. I know you don't like kid movies, but... I don't like kid movies because I have a bunch of kids and they ruin kid movies <laughs> for me. Every day. Just for those, watch Madagascar. For those uh, of you that don't... Times today. For those of you that don't know, I have four kids that live at home and... They relentlessly just watch movies over and over again. It's like we get one good kids movie from their grandma because we can't afford to buy them. And they're like, just, we have to watch this as many times as we can before we have to take it back. They get like that survivalist instinct going on. And like, they're like, we have to take this big me back to grandma's tomorrow. How many hours are between now and tomorrow? Twelve? Okay. Well, it's an hour and a half long, so that's at least six times we can watch this shit. And I just, like, want to put a handgun in my mouth every time they borrow a kid. Like, they're fast-forwarding through the parts that aren't All right, we've obviously touched on a very sensitive subject. So, yeah, let's just move on. on Uh, I've never seen Toy Story 3 so many goddamn times. Serious. (laughs) Like, I can hear less. Grown Ups 2 and Pacific Rim come out July 12th. Okay, honestly, Adam Sandler... I'm going to put... Go ahead. Stop making movies. I'm going to put Grown Ups 2 into a special category I call the R-rated category. I say this about a lot of movies. If it's rated R, I'll go see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, because if Adam Sandler and all those guys that were in Grown Ups One put out like a rated R movie that was actually made for Grown Ups, yeah. I would fucking go see it because it's probably. <laughs> I love really how funny. he says the word Grown Ups. Like <laughs> the movie's has called the movie Grown-ups. title. Like, yeah. it's like Peter Griffin. Oh God, I hope they say the movie title in the movie. <laughs> Seriously though, yeah. the Pacific Rim looks like. Okay, honestly... It doesn't make sense to make a movie called Grown Ups and have it be PG-13. I'm <laughs> sorry. Most of the, uh, over half the audience not a grown up. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. What's a fucking 13-year-old need to know about being a grown up? Especially... Yeah, like, and also, like, time. just going back to the yeah. first one, how retarded are your kids that they're, like, 12 and don't know what a hangover is? Yeah. Or, like, getting wasted, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, wait, oh, it's too much ice, ice cream. cream. And you're like, really? Bitch, I'm the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, don't you fuck with me? I know what that is. I got my own Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Got followers, Mom. Alright, Pacific Rim. Um, you want to say anything on that? Looks good. Looks good. Looks he got the Toro. Yeah. Jinx, you want me to say that? Hey, you know what? Boom. Uh, Boom. 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 Do this. No, we're doing that. Alright, um, the Wolverine. Tired of. <laughs> if it doesn't have Hugh Jack Hoffman and it's rated R, I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Until he starts Jack using those adamantium claws to, like, cut through people, like. Like he should be. Quick Tarantino style. I'm not. Yeah. July 26th, that comes out. Um, July 31st, no one cares. Smurfs 2. August 2nd, 300 Rise of an Empire. I have not seen anything on this yet. I I haven't either. either. Um, So I'm going to put a pin in that one. I'm not going to say anything until I hear I like the first one. I like the first shot. I think we can agree on that. But um, I don't know yet. We'll see. Uh, Yeah, and I decided to take the first one. Spoiler alert, 300 okay. Spartans Oh yeah, that's died. not necessarily a spoiler alert. It's so it's like, definitely not going to have any of the 300. Yeah. That's yeah. a life alert. Like, it's if it's this 299. Long, oh yeah, 299 is one of them. Yeah, yeah. like if you haven't seen 300 yet, Yeah. Uh Red 2 comes out the same day. That could be good if it was rated R. Yeah. 
I'm gonna throw that out there again. August 16th, Lonely Paris, Christian Jackson, Sea of Monsters. Uh, August 23rd, The Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. Okay, watch that trailer. Looks retarded. Does like, it? Like, honestly, it's like a cross between, like, from what I saw in the trailer, it's like a cross between, like, a shitty Twilight reject cousin that was, like, inbred with another movie. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all, all kinds right. of garbage. Uh, September 6th, Riddick. Third one. You already know where this one's going. It's yeah. rated R. I'll go see it. Yeah. I love Pitch Black. You read the review oh, on it. it was, it's like a combination okay, yeah. of the so, first and the uh, second. I'll talk about movie. The, the synopsis that I read about this movie. So I wrote this down somewhere. I wrote it down so that I wouldn't have to try to remember things, but I don't know where I wrote it down. Essentially, he's on a... Okay, so basically, he's on a planet that is sun-scorched, and it's almost impossible to live on the surface because of the heat. Just like the planet in the second one. It's inhabited by these, like, totally deadly aliens that will just annihilate anybody that they come across, like the first one. Did it specify whether they flew or not? Because it could be a little bit different. <laughs> it did not say whether or not they fly. But on top of that, it's, he, you know, the only way to get off this planet, he has to activate a beacon to summon all these mercenaries onto this planet, and they're all going there to kill him, which is pretty much any ready movie, comic book, Eddie game, or anime. Yeah. <laughs> and so on top of that, here's the twist though. Some of these mercenaries are like superhuman and like a new breed of mercenary. Kind of like the motherfuckers in the second one. I'm just saying like, I mean, if it's rated R, I'll still go see it, but don't lie to me. Just tell me you took the first and second one through them in a blender and you're calling it a third one. Like, I know Vin Diesel produced this. It can't be that deep. If Carl Urban's in it, even though he shouldn't because he died, I'll still go see it. Because he died? Yeah, he did. Didn't he kill him at the end? No, Riddick kills in the second year in the, in the second Riddick. one. Chronicle he kills he kills the, the, the Lord dude. Oh yeah. yeah. Carl Urban was yeah, Riddick. See, and why didn't they pick up from there? Because All of a sudden now Riddick's got like a whole man. army behind him. Right. Like why not make it badass like that? Yeah. Anyway. September twentieth, Star Wars episode two Attack of Clones. In 3D. In 3D. And Mickey Mouse would be No, this is just trash. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be cool. I'm just saying, if Goofy's not hot solo, I'm a ride this bitch. <laughs> Alright, uh, November 8th. Looky here. Thor. The Dark World. Uh, yeah, another yeah. fucking superhero movie. The yeah. movie where Chris Hemsworth, or Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth, Hemsworth. fucking skates on his shabby wings. Well, the end of the year looks pretty promising because November twenty second, Hunger Games: Catching Fire comes out, and yeah. Oh, you mean the remake of Battle Royale two? Yeah, true. <laughs> no, Battle Royale one. one. Battle Royale two was Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan. Ryan with fourteen year old Asian kids. Yeah, seriously. We got uh, December thirteenth, The Hobbit. Amazing. Desolation of it's gonna Smalls. be best. I didn't even get to see the first one yet. I feel really shitty. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll put a pin in that, that one. one. But uh, the, this new one looks really good. I think it's going to be an amazing movie. <laughs> and then uh, 47 Ronin comes out December 25th. Don't know what it okay, is. Okay, so 47 Ronin, cool. what I've seen so far, is. I love how you just all of a sudden become part of this podcast. Like, it's very like, hey, we'll have Jesse hang out. He'll try to come up with a name. And now <laughs> the notebook's just sitting on the ground, and you're just like, we're going to be all up I in this podcast. Dave shoots down. Which I is just, why the last one I wrote down was Dave's Cynical Bastard podcast. But hold on, side note on your whatever you were about to say, I'll let you finish. That's cool. But I'm gonna play through the the different names that Jesse came up with. 
So first off, we've got Mass Defect. And then we already told you guys about Dave and John's podcast that Jesse is not a part of, apparently, podcast. And then we got Net Junkie Podcast, Broside and Chronicles. Broside <laughs> 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 and Chronicles. <laughs> that was fucking cool. That that was on good. top of that, we've got <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Podcast, <laughs> Anti-Social Media. I actually really like that, that one. Anti-Social really Media cool. is cool. Um, Walking Dead Space Podcast. <laughs> Walking Dead Space Chronicles. You're just like taking names of shows and video games Honestly, and I'm throwing them together. For fucking, like, inspiration Are you sure you didn't write the new Riddick movie? <laughs> and then we Maybe got, I did. And then we have the aforementioned uh, Dave's The Cynical Bastard podcast. And last but not least, we have Taco Truck Jungle Bunny podcast. Which is an inside joke, but it's really it's not funny. That funny. I'm it's actually good. really leaning towards anti social media. I, I like, I like that one too. So, anyway, what, what were you about, saying? Uh, 47 Ronin. Keanu Reeves, so there's going to be a lot of... Uh, uh, <laughs> a lot of... <laughs> <wind effect. laughs> For those of you that weren't watching, no, Jesse did not just imitate an orgasm. He actually was trying to pretend like Keanu Reeves. I'm pretty sure Keanu Reeves just perpetually imitates an orgasm. So <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. Uh, no, it's, it's supposed to be like, I, from what it looks like, feudal era Japan or China, and he's a white guy doing sword stuff. And I, I don't know. There's no trailer out for it yet that I can find. It's just talk. Two and sword stuff. I love it. So <laughs> professional. Just a white guy <laughs> in feudal Japan. Yeah. Two and sword like stuff. We all saw it with Tom so far, it yeah. sounds like The Last Samurai. Mm-hmm. Two and sword stuff. It's, it's The Last Samurai with a lot more orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, we're going to move on. little Asian woman, be my Asian. We're going to move on because we still. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on because we still have a couple things to cover. And we're, I think we're, yeah, we're running on about 41 minutes right now. Nice. So, not nice. We don't want it that long. <laughs> you're like, nice, like it's a trophy. That's like the total nice you say when, like, you're like, yeah, I boned, like, seven chicks this month. Nice. And then you're like, oh, wait, now I have, like, five STDs. Not so nice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, along, along with, like, the whole movie thing, um, we're going to talk about a couple horror movies. First yes. off, one obviously probably a lot of people know about because it's really big right now um, is VHS. Nice. We all we all like horror <laughs> movies. Are you just gonna keep saying that? Yeah, that's my new thing. Okay, you should probably stop that. You should probably yeah. be your old thing. Now. Slap that new thing in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, VHS. It's really fucked up. It's really good. Gritty. It's really scary. It's, well done. You know, it, it's yeah. intense. It's a really good found footage movie. And found footage is a, a genre I've always hated from the Blair Witch Project, Paranormal Activity, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I've always just thought it was really fucking stupid until VHS came along. And I thought, you know what, this is actually really good. It, it seems really low budget until you see some of the really gory parts and it's like, holy crap. They actually had a budget. They had and some they, budget. I, yeah, we now know where they used it. The gory parts. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we're going to shoot this on a Kodak. And pretty much it seems more like... Put it this way: If I found a videotape and it was one of those scenes, it looks real. It looks freaking real. Yeah. yeah, it would scare the hell out of me and be like, "Oh crap! I need to turn this into the police because it's snuff film and there's apparently a giant bat woman flying around somewhere killing people." Yeah, you'll be yeah, surprised at how big the fear bone is. So another another set of movies is because it's two movies. Um, also, found footage horror movies that I've found myself surprisingly liking a lot. The first one was Grave Encounters. And it, I don't know why, but it still hasn't gotten incredibly popular. 
And then the other one is Grave Encounters 2. Now, like, both of these movies together as a whole, like, it's a really smooth-flowing storyline. They easily work right into each other. Um, they're both really well done as well. You can tell they don't have a huge budget, but they do a really good job of what they have. Yeah. And those are from really original ghost story movies. Like, you, you see the ghost thing played out so much nowadays that it just doesn't, you know, Paranormal Activity 4, really, like, we don't need four of those movies. No. We and do need four great encounter movies. Dwindled so much. Oh yeah, after I the know. first one, it's like first yeah. one left a lot. Yeah, to answer it was kind of neat. And, you know, one of those goes. Oh my god, it's like that. Saw. Dude, look yeah, that, like, fifteen. No, yeah. that's so. fourteen. My <laughs> uh, But anyway, so Grave Encounters one and VHS are both on Netflix now. So I definitely recommend if you've got Netflix Instant Watch. You like horror movies? Definitely check them out because they're they're worth the time. Yeah. Neither one of them are over two hours long, and they're definitely like solid watch. Good scary place. I, I good you definitely need to. I say definitely. Yeah, definitely. I see. Definitely. I, I watched VHS. Right. Yeah, VHS is really good. Crazy. Okay, so now to get a little more in depth with the movie, those were just kind of honorable mentions. Something we'd like to bring up and let everyone know about because they should go out and see them. Um, but something we want to get a little more in-depth about was a, a zombie flick we just watched recently. Yeah. Kind of a similar vein to uh, Shaun of the Dead. It's a British comedy zombie movie. The title of it is Cockney vs. Zombies. Uh, this movie totally caught me off guard. I still haven't really seen too much in the media about it, but I caught a trailer, I believe, on YouTube. And just from watching the trailer, as soon as the trailer was over, I wanted to see this movie like nobody's business. And uh, well, what do you what do you have to say about it? I I absolutely loved it. You know, big fan of Shaun of the Dead, um, even Zombieland. Even though <laughs> Zombieland is completely in its own area, um, it's a lot like Shaun of the Dead for the most part. A lot of humor. Uh, this one though, Cockneys vs. Zombies, is a lot more gritty when it comes down to like kill scenes and some of the stuff that they put in there. Uh, it's it's a must see if you got time. You got two hours drop. Watch a movie. That's one that I can. If you like zombie movies, that's you're gonna enjoy it. Now, unfortunately, the only way to get Cockney vs. Zombies as of right now, I don't believe it's out anywhere in the U.S. is to have one imported from the U.K., which you can do. And imported. <laughs> you can do, and it's not very difficult to change the region code on your DVD player to be able to play um, movies that are bought from the UK. And they're pretty cheap actually find online as well. We're not going to ask any questions. Just find it and watch it. <laughs> pretty much. That's what it comes down to. Go check it out. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, that's, uh... That's our movies. That's our movie section. And so our last <laughs> section of the podcast, which I promise, you know, in future episodes is going to be a little more structured. Um, a lot it's it's, it's going to be continued to be Sundays regularly every week. Um, in the future, it's probably not going to continue to be recorded at like midnight, like it is now. I've been up since four o'clock this morning, so I'm rather tired myself. But yeah, but anyway, so our last segment is going to be tech, as in technology. I think we're only going to cover one thing on this, right? We're only covering one thing on this, and I don't plan on getting too in depth with it. I have a couple questions about this topic. Well, I'll fire off for you, and you can respond and whatnot. But um, 
anyway, the top the tech topic for the week is Project Shield by NVIDIA. For those of you who don't know what Project Shield is, it's a new gaming handheld made by NVIDIA to showcase the power of their new Tegra 4 processor. Um, this, this processor itself is phenomenal hardware. I'm really excited about it, and it's really some cool stuff. Um, Project Shield, on the other hand, it uh, looks like a half-assed Xbox 360 controller with a 5-inch screen just kind of slapped on it like a laptop. And I don't understand why they're making this, because they are. If this is not a prototype or some kind of dev kit. They are actually planning on releasing this for a full retail launch. Now, my, my questions I'm going to fire off, and then we'll get okay. some comments. Right. Three questions. Three important there's questions. There's so much stuff wrong with the There, there is. There's, so there's a lot, I know, but I'm going to try right. to funnel this into three main topics. Okay. Because one of the big things about it is that it can stream your PC game from your PC. Um, my Not three a PC main, gamer. Exactly. Okay. My three main topics about this. And Next most question. Ga- and, okay, Next I'm just going to get on to this. <laughs> Not a PC gamer. Don't give a care. Okay. So first question, where is the demand for this? Second question, where is the game library? And lastly, is not really a question, but more of a statement. PC game streaming is not enough to warrant a game selection. Well, first of all, we're not PC gamers, so I don't know a whole lot about the community. I used to be, but I don't know a whole lot about the community now. There might be somewhat of a little bit of a demand for the streaming. thing is, I have a PC, I just play it the house. Yeah, okay, to, to chime in right there, like, as far as that goes, I haven't heard anything about this, but I can tell you why a PC handheld would not work, is because PC nerds don't leave the house. I was right. just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. like, the, PC, the PC gamer is not the gamer that's interested in the handheld. That's why you haven't seen Windows or Microsoft come out with a handheld. Right. You know, console gamers like handhelds. This is my thing with NVIDIA wanting to showcase their new processor. Hook up with the phone developer and put your processor in the phone, like an iOS game. You know, do that instead of just making a lame-ass handheld that's only going to be around for a year yeah. and have no support and still be at the same price point of Vita is. Yeah, I would hands down buy a Vita over a Project Shield. Absolutely. Because well, I didn't buy a DS 3D for... Well, a Vita's just got it's, it's a 3DS. Stuff. Whatever. 3DS, John, Nintendo... Old man thing. John wanted to buy his DS 3D. I want my DS HS. <laughs> you my my, my, my 3DS HS. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... But no, I get you. I would buy a 3DS before I buy that. It's, it's, they're going up against a, a community or huge competitors you know, that have handhelds. you got Nintendo and you got Sony. I don't know, Microsoft doesn't have a well, a good, a good way to compare it is, you know, the, the OUYA, the, the set-top box gaming system, the, the Android Kickstarter project. Right. It would be like, and they're not doing this, so I still have respect for their project. It would be like if they put that out in direct competition to the PlayStation 4 and the next Xbox. Right. That would be ridiculous. It would be stupid. Because, right. They're going to fail. They're, but they're not doing that. They're putting it out as an experiment to see where this can go. Right. And that I understand. But I watched the, you know, I watched the 40-minute-long CES presentation that Nvidia did on their Project Shield, and that's what it seems like they're trying to do. It looks like they're trying to say, "Hey, this is what we've got, and this is why it's better than anything out there." And all I can, all I can see is phenomenal hardware with absolutely no game support. No support whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, in a lot of the games that they're probably going to put on there, you can get on your iPhone, you can get on like, yeah. your LG yeah. FSG or. 
uh, Android Well, devices. and even with PlayStation Mobile being prevalent on the Vita's PlayStation Store, you're going to start seeing your big popular Android games on the Vita. Right. You know, Jetpack Joyride was the first one that, game, that's way. been an awesome game that just came out recently. Yeah. And it got really big on Android and all that, and now it's on the PlayStation 3 and it's on the Vita. You know, with the Vita having the 5-inch touchscreen and the rear touch panel and buttons and thumbsticks, there's nothing you're going to do on a phone or on an Android handheld gaming device you can't do on a Vita. Right, exactly. And you have support. I mean, support the PSP Sony. and the PSP Go and the PSP they're 2000 and 3000. Are, yeah, they're still selling those games. They still have support. It's not like a year from now when this thing fails. You're stuck with a $300 or $200 well, I'll put it device this that um, you can't do anything with. When they came out with the Tegra 3, pretty much the flagship Tegra 3 product was the Asus Transformer Prime tablet. Mm-hmm. And that one had all the promises of the Tegra Zone, which they're now repeating again. And, you know, all these is going to have, you know, THD, which are Tegra optimized games. Um, I bought the, the Transformer Prime. I got the 64 gig model because I wanted to fit all these games onto it. And you know what? I maybe saw like five really good games come out, and now that thing's already obsolete, and I paid six hundred dollars for it. So that really left the bad oh taste. Oh my god! You can shoot yeah. yourself with it. Yeah, and oh, so that, for this one. Yeah. that's yeah. why. That's why I look at this, and all I can see is another Transformer Prime that will be cool for about a half an hour. Yeah. You know, and it's just uh, Android devices right now, as a whole, they're just moving too fast. Well, it seems Way like today that like. All these mobile devices, whether it be, and I, I kind of separate the Vita from this because it's so much more powerful. But you have your your tablets, your your phones, and then now this Project Shield bullshit that you're just being repetitive. Like you can play the same stuff on all three of those things, and it's just you're spending money that you don't necessarily need to spend just to be an early adopter. I mean, come on, let's not just save up and use it for something that's going to be like. You know, groundbreaking and next gen. Right. Next gen consoles is coming out this year. I mean, save up anybody's going to give a shit about Project Shield when the PS4 comes out. I mean, if it came out. Yeah, there's also birthday cake. Everybody loves birthday cake more than ice cream. It came out at the same time. Nobody gives a fuck about ice cream. Yeah. I don't like ice cream. Man, now I'm hungry. I know, huh? We go Jesse. No podcast. I don't know. But. Fine. So, anyway, that's pretty much all we have on tap. Um, you would have known that if we'd remembered to give you a brief pod- podcast summary at the beginning of this, but that is something we apparently left out. So, <laughs> well, that's because we didn't have a name, and we don't we don't even have a name. For now, for now, either. I would vote our name should just be anti-social media. I like it. Anti-social media. It's official. We are now announcing our official name of anti-social media. Hey. Fuck you, Facebook. <laughs> But we will probably be on Facebook. We probably will be on Facebook. And Twitter. And, and then the Twitters. And the we Twitter will. Nets. If, if you like this, tune in next week. We'll have... Feel uh, free to leave comments to tell us what we did wrong or tell us that we're fucking Leave stupid. comments where? We need to email It's, it's going to be... No, it's going to be... I'm gonna, this first podcast I'm going to put on YouTube. Okay. And then once we actually have a host, we're going to... Internet is a vicious, fickle bitch, so... We're going to hear things Bring about ourselves. Trolls. Yeah, Bring we're going to hear things about ourselves like no one's ever said before. Like, oh, Dave, you sound like you have a dick in your ear. Why you talk? Like, oh, okay, thanks. That, that's no, critical uh, criticism. People are ruthless on you. 
Hey, you know, you're a child. Hey, at least we're not sucking on tampons right now and, and filming it. She was talking about my girlfriend like that. Huh? Sorry. All right. Well, this is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you actually made it this far, this is Dave signing off. Signing off. <laughs>